Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So tonight we wanted to talk about the topic of socialization and socializing our kids and what that means in our society. Yes. So this episode is going to be a little bit spicy. Just a little bit. (laughs) Not because... Not for the sake of being spicy, but for the sake of we need to have these conversations and speak truth about what we're really talking about when it comes to children and what they need and what they don't actually need and lies parents have been sold and how we can work it all together and pray about it and give it to God and use the wisdom and discernment that he gives us with our children. Yes. Um, Yes. So the words of the week are going to be, I don't know if I've talked about this book on here before. It's, it's an older book. It's called hold on to your kids. Why parents need to matter more than peers. I feel like I did on one episode briefly, but not a deep dive into it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to read a few little snippets from, and I actually have one saved in my notes from when, I read this. Oh, and it was actually August of 2020 when I read it. And I just wrote the quote down because I guess I was like, I need to remember this. Um, so I'll read that one first and then I'll read from the book. Um, children don't need friends. They need parents, grandparents, and adults who will assume the responsibility to hold on to them. The more children are attached to caring adults the more they are able to interact with peers without being overwhelmed by the vulnerability involved. The less peers matter, the more vulnerability and peer relationship can be endured. It's exactly those children who don't need friends who are more capable of having friends without losing their ability to feel deeply and vulnerably. So there's that. (laughs) So there's that. (laughs) And then um, here's a little bit more. Peer relationships connect immature beings. As I pointed out in previous chapters, they are inherently insecure. They They cannot allow a child to rest from the relentless foraging for approval, love, and significance. The child is never free from the pursuit of closeness. Instead of rest, peer orientation brings agitation. The more peer-oriented the child, the more pervasive and chronic the underlying relentlessness becomes. No matter how much contact and connection exist with peers, proximity can never be taken for granted or held fast. 
a child feeding off his popularity with others or suffering the lack thereof is conscious of every nuance threatened by every unfavorable word, look, gesture. With peers, the turning point is never reached. The pursuit of closeness never shifts into enduring forth as a separate being. And I feel like I could probably read that whole chapter. And honestly, I think everybody who has a child should read this. Yes. Well, that ties into everything that we're going to talk about tonight. So I think it makes perfect sense. Yeah. And we're, we're not coming on here saying that friends and peers are not important. Oh, we understand that children need to be around other children. They need to learn how to interact and to have relationships and all of those things. But this push for socialization and independence and basically just like thinking that it's more important, like friends are more important than relationships with in your home. That is the part that it just, it's a problem. Well, I think it, I think it starts with, I mean, Carly and I have talked at length about detachment. If you listen to our Mm -hmm. podcast from the beginning, we've spoken at length about this. And I think that this push for independence and socialization oftentimes starts when children are literally infants. Oh, they need to go to daycare so they can socialize with other children. Oh, they need to be away from from mom and dad so they can socialize with other children. And it's just, to me, it sounds insane for babies and infants and toddlers to just be away from their parents for eight hours a day. However, in our society, it's so normalized and that's, that's just the beginning of it. And I know that there, that there are a lot of people within our society who when, when children, when young children won't just go to somebody who's someone they haven't seen in a while or someone they've never met before and they're, they're being kind and smiling and warm to the child, their immediate response is, oh, they're shy. Oh, they're just being shy or whatever. And it's like, no, that's actually a normal interaction if a child is with their parents and you are a complete stranger to them. They shouldn't just want mm-hmm. to be passed off to a stranger. That that's that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like that's an, a child wanting to go to a stranger is actually terrifying to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, somebody they don't know, someone who is not a part of their life, somebody who's who who doesn't know them at all. For a child to just go with them, that is far more terrifying to me than having a conversation about being like, no, my child's observing their environment. They are not comfortable with you because they don't know you. Yeah. That, that, that's normal to me. Yeah. And so then there's the push for preschool, kindergarten, whatever, whatever age. And people are automatically are just like, oh, well, children need to be socialized. Do you think that children can't be socialized in any other way except for a school setting where they're just thrown into a classroom with however many other kids and people they don't know? Because that sounds like insanity to me, honestly. Well, 
Well, and the thing is, is that I don't, I just don't think that people think about it because I think it's just one of those things of like, this is what we do. And this is how school is. And this is you, you have a baby and you go to work and the kids go to daycare and it's just become so routine. Yes. That people aren't like, wait a second, why am I doing this? Is, yes. is this, does this even align with my beliefs or like, what yes. is this beneficial for my child? Is this type of schooling actually what I want my child to be in? Is this what is right for our family? I feel right. like it's so easy to just get in a mode where you're like, I'm doing what's always been done. I'm doing what everybody else is doing. I'm just surviving. I'm just chugging yes. along. And yes. so I think conversations like this, it's just, it comes from a place of so much love because it's like everybody should know what they're getting into and why they're doing what they're doing and the Mm -hmm. choices that they're making with their children. Mm -hmm. Everything should be considered like, wait, why am I doing this? What, wait, this whole socialization thing, let's look into this. Because if you look into the actual research, it doesn't match up with the lies being told to parents. No. And I think you can tell by now that Olivia and I just have a really big problem with the outsourcing of everything. Yeah. Because just the convictions that we have and the conclusions that we have prayerfully come to is that our home is where it all starts. Our relationship with God, our relationship with each other, that is the foundation. Everything else is the overflow. It just has to be. It has to be. And it's also, that's how it was for so long. Mm -hmm. This is what you and I were talking about before we started recording. That's how things always were. And I, I think it's so important, like you just said, to have, to ask people the question, why, why am I doing things this way? Why am I making this decision? Why am I making this choice? Because a lot of the time, I don't think people even think about it because it's just, it's like the hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. This is, I'm doing this because everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. But if you actually stop and ask people questions, a lot of the time they don't even have they don't have answers in response. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, I'm just, I don't know why I'm just doing it because everybody else does it. I've never really thought about it like that. Yeah. But literally asking somebody why asking them, why not? It, it, it can really get people's wheels turning and like really genuinely make them step back and think about it. Yeah. Well, and how, how can you discern through things if you're not willing to like break everything down like that? I think that's the part where it's, it's kind of terrifying to start considering like, wait, why do I believe what I believe? Or why do I believe what I've been taught about, you know, X, Y, and Z, whatever it comes to like raising our kids and making choices and everything. I didn't really even start thinking about this until I was considering homeschooling for my children. And that's the thing that is like the go-to thing for everybody. If you say anything about homeschooling, they're like, oh, you don't want your kid to be weird. Oh, won't they be, they need to be socialized. They need to be, that's just like the go-to thing. People don't even know what that means. First of all, 
kindergarten, you're like five and six years old. Mm-hmm. Who thought that the best thing for a five-year-old would be to be around 20, 30 other five-year-olds for eight plus hours a day. And that is the learning environment that is best. Now just zoom out for a second and think about that. And that goes for every single age group, five, six, seven, 10, 12. When we have to consider these things, the people who are around our children, the influences, the words being spoken over them, the things that are discussed, the kind of teaching, the kind of, it's, we talk all the time about how much relationships matter. Mm-hmm. These school settings do not foster healthy relationships. No. At all. So don't come at me talking about socialization when majority of school settings are, that's not their number one priority at all. At all. Even, yeah, I was going to say, it's not even on their docket. Yeah. Because this is one of my biggest issues when it comes to public schooling. I mean, I have a lot of them, but one of the biggest things that I always think about is what, what about the the subjects that your that your children are learning in a public school setting what's tangible what's something that they're going to use in their real life seriously because i remember being in classes and sitting there wondering to myself when am i ever going to use this information in my life yeah seriously when am i ever going to use it but they don't teach you things about y- your emotions they don't teach you about problem solving. They don't teach you about conflict re- resolution. They don't teach you about relational equity. They don't teach you about God in public schooling systems. And so also those things are supposed to be done at home. So yeah. it's home base. Like that that's that's yeah. what matters. So when people say things like your child needs socialization, your child can get socialization everywhere. Literally everywhere that you go. It does not have to be in a classroom with way too many other children. Because not for nothing either, the the amount of people that I know who have had children who were either in public schools and then had a conversation with somebody who is homeschooling their children and they were talking about specifically about the relationship between the parent and the child. They were talking about how it was detached or attached. We have that opportunity as parents to to help them understand what healthy relationships actually are, to help Mm -hmm. them understand that they're not going to be liked by everybody or understood Mm -hmm. by everybody. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. They don't have to be. When you put kids in a school setting like literally what you were reading at the beginning of this podcast, people are so focused on being liked Mm -hmm. on people, pleasing everybody Mm -hmm. on popularity Mm -hmm. on doing or dressing or saying or acting a certain way because they want to be liked by people. Mm -hmm. That's what school's going to teach you. No, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. It's just, 
when you really take a step back and zoom out and then think about our experience growing up and however many other people who also had the similar experiences growing up, I don't want that for our kids. Yeah. And honestly, it was literally a different time when we were children. It was such, it was such a different you time. You cannot even now. compare the two. It was a different world. It was a different time. Like the amount of things, the amount of pressure and the amount of things on children nowadays, like it's insane. It is insane. And I just, our voice and our influence over our children, it has to be number one. Yeah. No matter what kind of school setting you choose for your family. And, and we're not trying to be like, don't do, you know, ragging on public school and all of that stuff. That is our conviction. And if you feel the same, that's great. And if you live somewhere where the public school is great, I, I wish public school would do better, but <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but it, it truly is up to each family. So I don't want anybody to listen to this and think like, oh, I'm not doing the right thing because they're saying no. this or whatever. That's not this at all. No, but what needs to happen with school or any kind of extracurricular, anything outside of your home that your children do, it has to be under the premise that what you do at home matters more than that. Yes. Because they're, and my, my kids go to a great schooling program and that is what they clearly say. They don't even call themselves a school per se. Because they mm -hmm. say that parents are the number one teacher. Yes. It is more important to me that my children know who they are because of what God says and know how I love them and how I care for them because of what God says mm -hmm. than any kind of academic, any kind of friendship, anything yes. outside of my home cannot yes. be okay and cannot be securely done if the main things are not the main things. Right. No well, friendship can be, can be healthy. No schooling can be healthy. No extracurriculars can be healthy. Nothing can be what it actually needs to be. If the home base is not what it needs to be. Right. Home, home is the foundation. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I think, there's a lot of people who don't realize how much of an impact they have on, they can have on their children and their family. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people say things like, Oh, I'm just putting my hands up. I'm giving up. I'm throwing the flag yeah. as their, as their children are whatever age. And you have the opportunity as parents to really, really connect and interact with your children and, and speak life into them and tell them, how they were created and how God loves them and how we love them. Yeah. And so it's just, I, I just, I think I just don't like the idea of schooling where they're like, Oh no, we'll just, you send your children to us and we'll take care of it. It's, it's not. No, Nope. Just no, Nope. And I know you were saying like, these are our convictions. I just, 
I, and I believe me, like I've worked in daycare, I've worked in school settings and I, I used to just, I used to see it and think it was normal. Yeah. And then I had my daughter and I was like, I'm not having babies to have other people raise my kids. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And I don't feel like, I feel like God was like, yeah, no, I'm calling on you to, to, to be this mother, this type of mother for, for your child, for your children. Yeah. Well, and when we surrender, God will tell us exactly what we need to do with our children. Yep. And that truly does look different for every family. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Every child is different. Every child learns different. Every child yes. has different needs and yes. different um, ways that they need to be challenged. Every, every child is different. So this is, yes. is so, it's just like everything. It has to be prayerfully done. And um, we just want people to know that the whole socialization thing, it's, it's made up. It's yeah. a lie. Well, it's not true so at glad. all. No, it's not true at all. Socialization is a lie. <laughs> it is a lie. Literally a lie. And I just, I'm glad that you brought up the piece that, Every, like every child is different. Every single one of us is different. God created us yes. all differently for a reason. But I think it's really, really important to remember that every single child learns differently. And that depends on their age. It depends on if they're a boy, if they're a girl, what they're interested in. And just this idea that everyone has to learn a certain way and have it be specific and everybody has to follow that. And if you don't follow that, or you don't understand how it's being taught to you, then you're a failure. I don't, I don't subscribe to that. I don't, I don't like that at all. And it, it makes children feel so badly about themselves that it's, that's so disheartening. It's so disheartening. And I just, I think about how many people I know who grew up who had had all these ideas and all these creative things that they wanted to do, but they were being told, no, you're supposed to be doing this or no, you're supposed to be doing that, or you have to do it this way. And so it just complete it changes that child. Yeah. Children learn through play. Children learn through running around. Children learn yeah. through being, being children through mm -hmm. asking questions. Yeah. And also not for nothing, there are some people that just seriously should not be teachers in a teaching setting with children yeah. because I mean, I think about it. I think about how many questions young children ask. And I understand that sometimes you're like, my brain needs five minutes where you're not asking me questions, but I just imagine children being in school at young ages, asking questions and just immediately being shut down just not even being heard, not even having them even ponder what a response to that question could be. Yeah. That, that takes away children's ability to understand children's creativity, children's yeah. curiosity about things. Yeah. If someone tells you to stop asking questions all the time, mm -hmm. instead of being like, Hmm, I don't know. Let's figure that out together type of thing. Yeah. yeah it changes, it changes everything about how that child thinks about themselves, how their, how their brain thinks. Yeah. When we sit here week after week and talking about the, 
just how heavy the burden we feel for being a good mother to our children. Nobody else feels that way about your children. No, goodness, no. That heaviness that we feel, it's because it's the most important thing. It's because we are capable. It Mm -hmm. is hard and we are capable. Mm -hmm. Nobody else is going to love your children like you love them. So if you are trusting another adult to have influence over your children Mm -hmm. and foster relationships between peers and all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. that is a huge deal. I friends are great, but friends when children are young, it needs to it needs to be parent led. Yes. It needs to be I I understand that we not saying everybody has to be the same, but there no. are core things that need to be respected and honored when in establishing any relationship, but I am not okay with my children just being around other children for the sake of being around other children. Just like I'm not okay with being around other people for the sake of being around other people. Yes. No, relationships yes. matter so deeply. The way yes. we love people, the way we serve people, how we do community matters. And so it's up to us to model that, to take charge of that. It's all up to us as their their parents. Yeah. And it's, it's so, it's so important. And I don't think that, I think I said this to you before we started recording. I just don't think that people understand like the gravity of it. Like the relationships that we have with our parents as children literally set up the how we are going to be in relationships for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And that's a big, it's a big undertaking. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. That can feel very overwhelming and like a big responsibility because it is, mm-hmm. it is, mm-hmm. but we can't, we can't just, I know some people will probably view it as like us trying to control everything. And that's not what it is. It's just, it comes back to the core foundational values within your home and within your family and like what really matters to you. Mm -hmm. You want your children to be around other people who have similar values. Sure. Mm -hmm. They're going to be around children who have different values and families who have different values. And that's a part of life. We're not all the same. We're not meant to be the same. And we'll probably Mm -hmm. learn something from those people. Mm-hmm. And so, but showing our children what actual friendships and relationships are and what they can look like and modeling that for our children is what sets it, them up for success in the future to mm-hmm. have healthy relationships, to have healthy friendships. Yeah. Truly. Because if it's never modeled for you growing up, if it's not, never modeled for our children growing up, then they don't know what that looks like. They have no idea. And I just yeah. think about how many of us as adults now are walking around figuring all these things out as adults yeah, and realizing why we show up or don't show up in relationships. It's because of what we were around, what was modeled for us. Yeah. It matters deeply. It really, really matters. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's been 
like a common phrase that adults throw around or like, Oh, kids are so mean or, Oh, they like talk about children, but then they basically sign the rights over to their children to other children. Yeah. Like you hand your children off to their peers and you lose them. What did you yeah. think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. And this is not some doom and gloom. I'm not saying that no redemption can happen. I'm just saying we have to be aware of these things we can't be surprised. And that's another thing. I feel like every generation makes it a habit to like complain about the generation that comes after them. Oh, well, kids these days. Oh, well, whatever yeah. these days. Yeah. I don't ever want us to be like that. And you know how we no. are going to not be like that? We take responsibility for the people coming after us. We equip them. Well- we love them. We pour into them. We tell them about yes. God. We tell them who they are because of what God says. So we mm-hmm. lay these foundational things. And so when they do mm-hmm. go in the world and they are faced with some nonsense or some people who don't treat them kindly or whatever, they're like, oh, this has no weight on me. This doesn't change mm-hmm. who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't need your approval. I already know who I am because God says who I am. And my mama loves me like that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't need y'all's approval. I don't need to do what everybody else is doing. I have my own opinions. I have my own convictions. Yep. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and you know what else I was just thinking about that I, I didn't, we didn't talk about before we started recording. I was thinking about what you were saying. Like we live in a different world now. Our children are growing up completely differently than we grew up. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. It doesn't, no. gen- it actually genuinely does not even compare. Yeah. But I think nowadays that people think that socialization is like social media. Ooh. You think that you actually know somebody that you want to spend time with them. And that, <sighs> that is a whole nother layer to this conversation. Lord because I think about when we were kids, again, the world was different. We were told to go outside and spend time playing with our neighbors in our neighborhood and come back inside when it was dinner time. Now adults too, this isn't just kids. Now people just play video games, sit on their phones, do whatever. And it's, that's not socialization. It's like a detached version of socialization that people are normalizing as socialization. Yes. And Facebook and that, says you're friends. Those people yes. are not your friends. That is no. not what friendship is. No. And this no. is the whole conversation that we were having about where people are. Are they outside your house? Are they in your driveway? Are they in your house? This is how we teach our children mm-hmm. what type of relationships they're going to have. Yes. Because yes. there are so many people who are on social media and they think that they know you. They think they know your heart. They think they know all about you and they know nothing about you. Social media, it's, it's socialization's a lie. Social media is a lie. Yeah. Period. Yeah. But it's scary to think that we have generations of people that are growing up thinking that they genuinely know other people when they don't. Well, yeah. And then people are just taught to like, look at each other's lives through a screen Yes, and like, oh, but also had a baby. So-and-so had a, th- and, and it makes you think, you know, them, you don't yes. know people. 
because you're yes. watching their life on a screen. Yes. And it also makes, um, oh, what was I just going to say? It also makes people search for, it's the same thing. It also makes people search for approval, for instant mm-hmm. gratification, for likes, for mm-hmm. how many followers they have. Mm-hmm. That's not real life. Mm-hmm. That's not real life. Sorry, I just had that realization. <laughs> no, like, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because that is such a good piece to this. Because it's like, if, if everything that they said was going to make everybody socialized worked, then people wouldn't be spending their life on a screen and they would know how to have relationships. And they would know yeah. how to have healthy friendships and marriages and they would know how to set mm-hmm. boundaries and they would know how to not be a people pleaser and they would know how to just like address things. It wouldn't be. A- and the so other, the other layer, like proves this myth of socialization. It's a lie. Yeah. Yes. Well, and honestly, too, though, like what we were just talking about, like social media followers, whatever, like how many followers you have, how many likes you have. There's so many influencers on social media who have come out and have been like, I was so lonely during that time. Mm. I was so lonely during that point in my life. I didn't have actual in-person friendships. All of my friendships were online. I understand Mm. to a degree, like connecting with people. It's how you and I met. Like I understand it. Yeah. However, I also think that it's just a lot of it is a lie. People can be very unhappy and very lonely and talking to people and thinking that they have genuine friends. And in some cases it does turn out to be like that. But a lot of the time it's, it's not like you're sharing your life online and then people think they know you and think they can speak into your life. And People could be speaking negatively or people could be speaking positively. Yeah. But the fact that we have this opportunity to really help our children understand what it means to have meaningful, godly friendships and relationships and people who speak life into them and encourage them and tell them Mm -hmm. that they're worthy of being loved because they're just here, how God created them. Mm -hmm. Our world would be a different place. seriously yeah your children will be socialized as they do life with you yes like socialization is the fact that i take my kid to the grocery store and he pays with his own money and he counts out every single coin that he has that happened a few weeks ago and I told the cashier, she was so kind. And I, he was counting out, literally paying in coins, literally counting everything out. And she said, you know what, honey, there's people that work here that don't know how to count money like this. So mm-hmm. you take all the time that you have that you need. Mm-hmm. That is socialization. Socialization yes. is the fact that my kids wanted to be the greeters at church this morning. And they were walking up to people and sticking their hand out saying, good morning. Mm-hmm. That is socialization. Do life with your kids and they will be socialized. Yes. Model <sighs> friendships to your children and they will be socialized. They will know who yes. they are and they will know mm-hmm. the, the placement of what relationships are in their lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not for approval. And it's not for identity. And it's not no. for all of these twisted and backwards and perverted things that relationships have turned into. It's just not. No. I love that you just said do life with your kids. Yes. Seriously. Because I think there's a lot of people who think that their life's over when they have kids, but they never actually tried to do life with their kids and yeah. to see how incredible their own lives as adults, as parents can shift mm-hmm. when they actually just do that Yeah, with their kids. It changes everything for you and for your children. Yeah, It changes everything. And that's how children learn. They see, they see what you do. That's how they learn. Yeah. It's so important. I think that, I think that wraps it up. I think so too. I hope, I think this conversation will be encouraging to people that need to hear it. I hope so. And it's just, it's so, it's so important that we, we test everything. We pray about everything. God will give us the answers that are right for our families. Don't take people's word for it. Don't live your life because somebody else is doing the same thing. Live your life with your family, how God is calling you to do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. End of the episode. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right, y'all. We will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.